Last week I finished my homily by offering the invitation or the challenge that the church that we are building in our parish community is not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. And if we are working towards something for the sake of generations to come, then what immediately comes to mind is our children. Ever since I was ordained a priest, it's always struck me when I celebrate marriages that the prayers of the church for a wedding are just as much focused on the union of the bride and the groom as it is about the procreation and upbringing of children for the sake of the life of the church. Children are at the heart of our life in the church. But for some reason, a funny idea has crept into the mind of many Christians and Catholics over the last few decades of this idea that I'm going to wait until my child is old enough to choose the faith. Well, that's nice, but nobody else waits for your child to be old enough to choose anything else and starts giving them things as soon as they're able to receive it. And so then this gap that's left behind by not offering them the gift of faith from childhood gets filled up with other things and almost never does a child later choose the faith if they haven't been offered the faith to start with. Now this is a big broad idea and so to narrow the focus for today I'm just simply going to talk about children at Mass. Now this is a sensitive topic so I think the only way for me to get through it alive is just to offend everyone here at once. So, I will first offend the community at large. One of my greatest sadnesses as a priest is when I hear parents say that I can't or I don't want to bring my children to Mass. That they feel that because of the behavior of their children that they are embarrassed to bring their child or they've been made embarrassed God forbid, by a fellow parishioner who has scolded them for their misbehaving child at Mass. It's never okay. As long as I am pastor here, you will never hear me complain about children making noise at Mass. The alternative is much worse. No noise from children is signs of a dead perish. Children making noise at Mass is a sign of life. So, when you see that one child that you know it's pretty much a guarantee that they're going to be loud and antsy for the entirety of Mass walk into the church, or when you see that single parent come in tow with their two to four children behind them, what's your reaction? I know what it is because I can see your face. How do you react when that becomes the reality for Mass for you that day? Particularly if they come and slide into the pew next to you. How do you react? What is your approach to receiving children at this Mass? Because as I tried to emphasize multiple times during the catechesis on the Mass all of last year, when we come to Mass as Catholics, this is not my prayer. This is not your time in the week 
for your personal prayer. The Mass is our prayer. It's our collective communal prayer, which means that from the smallest infant to the oldest person in the pews, how are we praying together? How are we worshiping together as a community and offering one prayer to God here at the altar? And so if we exclude children or just placate children while we do our prayer thing, we're missing the point. So how do you receive children when they come to Mass? When they come. Now this takes humility on both sides, both the parent and you that are sitting next to them. But have you ever offered to help? When you see particularly when it's a single parent at Mass and they're struggling with one or multiple children, can I help? Or I'll watch your older two while you go take your younger one to change the air a little bit and figure things out. For parents, you have to be willing to receive that offer as well. Or, have you ever offered words of encouragement? Particularly for those of you who've already raised your children and are grown-ups, have you ever turned to them and said, I had a boy just like yours. It'll be okay. Or, thank you for bringing your children to Mass. Or maybe just simply making sure that the children at Mass next to you know your name so that you're not the stranger sitting next to them in the pew, but you're a familiar face. Think of how different it would be for them in the pew if they weren't just stuck between mom and dad and strangers all around them. How that would change their experience of coming here to Mass. If instead they could smile at seeing you because they know you and they know your name. And then, when they are noisy, how do you let that contribute to your prayer at Mass? Maybe when that child is being noisy, you pray for them. You say, Lord, you have given this child the gift of your spirit. I pray that you make your spirit strong in them all of their days and set them free from all temptations of the world. Maybe you pray for their parent. Lord, I pray that you give her mom patience, her dad patience today so that through their love and their charity, they might know God's love today. Or maybe you just include it into the prayer that you offer at Mass, that it becomes part of our communal prayer to have noisy children. Okay, now parents of children. Yes, you're going to get parenting advice from a celibate. So, first, here's one of my frustrations as a priest, in the way that we approach bringing our children to Mass. What other part of their life do we ask them to come, sit down, be quiet, and don't move for an hour? Nowhere. We never ask our children to do that except when they come to Mass. To me, asking that of children is the equivalent of getting a five-year-old on a soccer field and giving them a ball and telling them, figure out how to play soccer. Well, what's going to happen? They're quickly going to get fed up with the not knowing how to play the game and the field being too big and the net being too big and the ball being too big for their little feet. And they're going to quit. What do we do when we teach our children soccer? 
We give them a smaller ball to start with, to go with their smaller feet. We shrink the size of the field so that they don't have to run as far and they can touch the ball more often. We shrink the sizes of the net so that not every shot that they take goes in and they get frustrated, but that there's a chance to save it. And we teach them the skills that are required and how to pass and how to dribble so that then we can start to extend the field. We extend the goalposts. We make the ball a little bit bigger until one day they can experience the full game of soccer as it's meant to be played. Well, many of you last year when we did the catechesis on the mass came to me and thanked me because, Father, I didn't know this, or I didn't know the depth of that. So if you as adults didn't know what was going on up here, how much more for our kids? So why do we just expect them to engage in all of the symbols and the ritual of the Mass from an age where they're not capable of grasping that. Kids, when I go to classes, it's pretty much not until at least sometimes grade five and six that kids start to be able to conceptualize symbols. And this Mass is full of it. So how are we bringing our children through the experience of the Mass so that instead of just telling them to sit down, be quiet, and don't move for an hour, and then every time that they don't do that, we get frustrated with them, so then they associate Mass only with being disciplined, so the moment that they can be released from being disciplined for an hour every week, how do we bring them to Mass? For me, two things. First, let Mass stand apart. Make it something that is very different from anything else that they do, so that they know the moment they walk in here, something is different here. And I know I was the oldest of four kids, so I know what it can be like on a Sunday morning getting kids ready for Mass. But even something as simple as them having their church clothes. It could be the same thing they wear every Sunday for Mass but they have the clothes that they wear when they come for Mass. Just think of you when you dress up in a dress and your fancy shoes or in a suit, how that immediately changes your demeanor and the way that you approach a particular event. Why wouldn't it do that for coming to Mass? When you bring things for them at Mass, bring them things that are only used when they come to Mass their mass books, their mass toys. Because if you bring them a toy from home that they play with at home and then bring it into the church, then there's no distinction for them between life at home and life in here. How do we make this time, this place, be set apart? Because we try to do the same things for us as adults. It's the reason that we have the church the way that it is, so that when we walk in here, it's separate. It's distinct from everything else we do in our life. And the second thing is teach our children. Teach them at a level that is appropriate to them for their age. So talk to them through Mass. Point things out to them. Tell them why we're kneeling right now. Point to them important times where they should look up from whatever they're doing and there's Jesus. Or look, now's your time to pray for grandma. 
because we're offering the prayers of the faithful. Teach them along the way in Mass what we're doing, when we're doing it, and why we're doing it at a level that is appropriate to their age. Sit closer to the front. Young kids are primarily visual and tactile. So they're not going to get anything from just hearing things sitting at the back of the church. They need to see. They need to touch. And sitting closer allows them to experience that, which, from a lot of parents, the instinct is the exact opposite. Let's sit closer to the back so if my kid has a fit, then I can quickly escape out the back. Keep them in the church. The only time that I would recommend as your pastor to take your kid away from the pew is if they're throwing a tantrum. Because then, for your sanity and theirs, you just need to change the air. But what I'm going to recommend to you is instead of going out the doors where we go out when Mass is done, if your kid is having a tantrum, go to the St. Francis Chapel. Keep them here. Because what happens when we go out? Well, they know that that's where I get to run after Mass is done. And so the moment we take our kids out there, they connect, mass time is done. Keep them with us. Keep them in the St. Francis Chapel. Because at the end, parents, you bringing your kids to mass is your prayer. That is your offering and your gift to God, is bringing your prayer, your kids to mass. Which means that until they're 18, you're probably going to get nothing out of Mass. That's your reality. When they're 18, then you can start to come to Mass to receive something again for yourself. But until that time, your gift, your prayer when you come to Mass, is your children. Now, I'm not just here to tell you what to do with your kids. I want to support you in doing that. So here's some of the things that we're going to try and do in the parish to help that. So you heard before Mass that Mary's Lambs is going to start up next week. As an opportunity for them to engage with the scripture readings of the week at a level that they're able to comprehend through listening to the Bible stories as an, at an age-appropriate level and engaging in activities and crafts that unpacked the stories of Jesus for them. What we're also going to do I understand you had it before COVID. We're going to reinstate a children's collection, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. The children are going to be able to bring forward their own collection because for them to do something tactile is important, but they're going to bring it to a basket by St. Francis, bringing their offering to the patron of our parish. Because grown-ups, your focus is supposed to be here. I don't want what the children need for themselves to take away what you need, which is the offertory being preparation for the Eucharist. And so if we have it up front, then the children kind of create this recess during Mass rather than bringing our culmination up to the Eucharist. So they will bring their own collection, but to St. Francis. What we're also going to try is what I call children's liturgy in a bag. So what we're going to have is little Ziploc bags with a few crayons and some activity sheets that your kids can pick up on their way into Mass so that particularly as the readings are being read, they have something that they can engage with 
that are the readings, but at their level. So that you have something for them within your pew. Then, the last one is, I suggested going to the St. Francis Chapel. In St. Francis's Chapel, we will have some resources for your children, some books, some activities that are church appropriate, so that you have things, maybe just for ideas for yourself to gather together, so that you have things of what your children can engage with based on their age level, so that we can teach them how to be at Mass, that we can teach them their faith. Because we all know well, in the Gospels there was a time where the apostles were frustrated with the children getting in the way of Jesus' teaching and preaching and healing. And they wanted to get the children out of the way because it was getting in the way of the good work that Jesus was doing. And what was Jesus' response? To take that child, put that child on his knee, and to bless that child, and to instruct all the adults, the way you treat this child is the way that you treat the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Because in our parish, the degree in which we teach and welcome children here is the degree in which